Hey, I'm Des. And I'm Christy. And this is Woozy Here Podcast. Where we give our running commentary over our favorite and least favorite scenes from horror movies. At the end of every episode, we will be giving our own one to five scale on how much we enjoyed the film that we like to call the Woozy Scale. We rate it using one to five knives, one being the least and five being the most that we liked the film. Today's movie is It Follows 2014. Written and directed by David Robert Mitchell. This film stars Micah Monroe as Jay Height, Jake Weary as Hugh, Keir Gilchrist as Paul, Olivia Licardo as Yara Davis, Lily Sepe as Kelly, and Daniel Zavato as Greg. It has a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was also cited on Rotten Tomatoes as the sixth most praised film of 2015. So gather your friends and wear your high heels as, as we transfer, transfer this episode, episode to you. Now it's time for Ghoulies Trivia. All right, what you got for me? I was like, am I going first? (laughs) (laughs) All right. What horror television series was created by Ryan Murphy, who also created the TV series Glee? American Horror Story? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That sick, sick mind also produced Glee. That's so wild to me. Yeah, I know, dude. It's such a wholesome, like, show. And then you go and, like, make a scary, terrifying one. Yeah, he's great at both. I love him. (laughs) What was the cursed object in the 2009 movie Drag Me to Hell? Oh, my God. A button. That's right. I know that one was tough. (laughs) That one was really tough. You did great. But I do remember. Okay. I remember at the end whenever she like grabs the button. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because he's like, you dropped this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What was the name of the possessed doll in the 2013 movie, The Conjuring? Annabelle. Yeah. Creepy bitch. Dude, yeah, for real. And the original Annabelle is kind of, like, even kind of creepier. Oh, my god. She's gosh. that raggedy and doll. Scary. So creepy. I really want to watch The Conjuring now. I, I love, the, love conjuring. the Conjuring. What mythical creature did Hadley hope to see as the killer in Cabin in the Woods? The merman. Yes. <laughs> For some reason, it took me a second. I knew you knew that one. I just love that. I love I that. I just love that The part whole of time that he's like, oh, man, I really wish it was a merman. And then it comes back and kills him. Yeah. <laughs> he finally gets his merman. <laughs> All right. There's your little dose of ghoulies trivia. Time for our opening scene. We are in the opening scene of It Follows. I like how, like, autumn vibe it looks in the beginning all the leaves on the ground a lot of this movie reminds me of john carpenter's halloween oh yeah it gives me so much john carpenter's halloween we see annie in her heels yeah running out in her pjs which i think he had said like the original reason why he wanted her to wear heels is because it's kind of like a horror trope in a Mm -hmm. way that makes sense and i was like huh okay well she looks kind of ridiculous. <laughs> she does. Like, she really grabbed those shoes to leave. 
I was like, you chose the high heels. Right. Maybe they're also doubling as a weapon. Oh, it could. But, like, you're literally... She's wearing, like, shorts, like, lingerie shorts, yeah. a it white would, tank top, and, and then heels. high heels. It would and make she's, a like, lot more running sense. in them, too. Yeah, she is. She's she's a runner. She's I'm a like, track star. I'm it, girl. So this is Annie, is how we're introduced to her, which is, again, drawing another um, parallel to John Carpenter's Halloween. But Annie is the first one to die oh, in yeah, John Carpenter's true. Halloween. Yeah. And that's apparently, crazy. of course, the main character that we're going to meet later, her name is Jay. Mm-hmm. And she, supposedly Jay is short for Jamie, as in Jamie Lee oh, Curtis. Oh, like Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. So I think a lot of inspiration yeah. was used. And of course, the music to me is very John Carpenter-esque. I think he did kind of uh, pay homage to John Carpenter anyway, because like there aren't really specific moments but sure. he was a fan. But he was a fan of like the blocking and his staging and like compositions and everything of I his films. I could so see that in this movie. So you see Annie. She's driven off, kind of to like a reclusive. Is that the right word for it? Yeah, reclusive place. Kind of like a reclusive. Like, is it a beach? Yeah, I think it's a beach. I'm wondering now if it's the same beach that they're at later in the movie. I don't think so. It wouldn't make sense, would it? I don't think or so maybe? because um. I don't know. Not unless she's like friends with Greg. Oh, that's true. Because that was like his beach yeah. house. That's right. This part's really sad. She's calling her I know. dad and mom and just telling them how much that she loves them because she knows that like whatever's after her is yeah about to kill about her. About to get her. She's giving up on hope, basically. She's like, well, I'm a goner. So she's like apologizing to her parents for being such a shitty teenager yeah saying how much that she loves them and it's just so ominous and i think this was like one long shot too oh wow yeah those always are at least so impressive like the to opening me. scene where she's running and stuff right that was just one like continuous um shot wow yeah so they just like That's pan the very camera impressive it's really eerie and then you see then we get to daytime Annie. and she's straight up fucked yeah (laughs) yeah her knee is like broken and yeah her knee is all broken and shit (laughs) and she is very much dead on the beach yeah and it's a very short opening scene it's very short but it's like man is that impactful yeah you're like wow okay i guess i'm gonna continue watching this movie (laughs) yeah it immediately makes you wonder like what did that to her you're yeah because you have no you don't know like who it is nothing because at least in like most movies you kind of know who like the like who the entity or like monster or whatever is gonna be but in this one you're like what the fuck like there was literally nothing around like what could it have been literally nothing and also the trailer gives you nothing also (laughs) it's giving nothing (laughs) (laughs) we are in our first favorite scene and jay is on her date with hugh (laughs) we and they are making out they are making out on the beach like it's like a long makeout session. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized how long this makeout session is. And Jay's like, let's go back to the car. Right. And it's like, oh, you kind of know like what's you, about to happen. Right. And then it kind of like gives you a little glimpse of what they've been doing. <laughs> what they've been doing. <laughs> and uh the icon they're in the iconic car. Yeah. It's on like the the like poster um posters. Yeah. yeah. Such and an interesting yeah. concept. So for we're a just movie watching yeah watching them get it on for Uh a second (laughs) they are (laughs) 
It seems like pretty long too. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> Maybe we should have started it after. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh well. But it, because because of the way like this movie works, it is it is kind of important yeah. to see this part. And like you're supposed to be made to feel kind of uncomfortable, like oh, the for entire sure. film. So. I would say this movie does that very well. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. It's an uncomfy feel. Nothing warm and cozy you're here. Just like, hmm, okay. <laughs> right. It is really cool though because the way that it follows a shot is like pretty important to the film. I feel, uh, because they use two filmmaking techniques. So they use like wide angle shots and long shots mm. to achieve its eerie, like tone and everything. Um, in an inv- interview, actually the director, uh, David Robert Mitchell explained that the camera was used to create like more of an immersive, a feeling to mm. it to make you feel like you're kind of like in it in or it. like watching it, you know, it's very interesting. It's pretty cool. And that's, I feel like you see it a lot, like in this scene with right. the car angles and like all that stuff and the wide shots. I feel like it's really cool. But that totally makes sense. And I know that um, the director had a nightmare basically, and that's where the idea for this film came. Later on, he kind of got like the sexual aspect of it in there too, which yeah. is just a cool little twist. Then but, he was like, um, you know, it would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> if it happened by having sex. Yeah. If you just like did it and then all of a sudden cool. you're cursed. <laughs> it's like that mean girls quote because you will get chlamydia and, and die. die. <laughs> what else is cool about that? Because it was like sourced from a nightmare was he wanted to look very dreamlike. Oh, yeah. Which makes sense with the shots as well, mm-hmm. I think. Because in your dreams, you have like a full pan view of everything that's going on and it makes you feel like you're in it, but you can't control anything that happens. Dreams are so weird. Dreams are wild. Dreams are insane. I have like super vivid dreams too. So it like always trips me out whenever I wake up and I'm like, what the hell happened in my dream? (laughs) You could make a smash hit out of it. I could. (laughs) All right. Here I go. (laughs) So Hugh has gone to the trunk for something. They're still in the car at this point. Hugh has gone to the trunk for something and Jay is just kind of like laying in the back seat talking about how she used to daydream about going on dates like this and meeting cute guys and driving around in their cars and like she's just which like oh that's cute yeah she's feeling happy and she's like i had this image of myself just holding hands with a cute person listening to the radio yeah she's like you know pretty happy with the way this yeah. date has gone. Yeah, I feel like she's feeling pretty uh, uh, pretty lucky. And then you see Hugh. He's crawling back into the, the back seat. And you think he's just kind of there to like... He's bringing like a cuddle, beer or something. Right? Yeah, you thought, oh, maybe he just went for a drink. He's like kissing her on the shoulders and stuff while she's still talking about dates. Like being sweet. And then he grabs a rag from his pocket. And at first I was like, are they going to do it again? And but, he chloroforms her. Yeah, and he chloroforms her. And you're like, okay. And like... This isn't really, it's not my favorite. <laughs> right. But what happens right after this. Well, of course. Is like, yeah. Yeah. This part, again, one of those very uncomfy scenes. Yeah. And it goes on for so long, too. Right. Like, what else is really interesting about this scene that I think I really enjoy is usually if, you know, in a horror film, two people are having sex, right? The monster, deity, entity, whatever you want to call it, comes after both of them. Oh. You know what I mean? And so it's like they set it up for like that exact purpose. But obviously the way this movie works, it goes after one person. Yeah. So it's just very interesting. Like it's a smart move, I think. Well, and I'm like, okay, well, why are they not going after these people like while they're doing it? Maybe like it knows like, oh. They're doing it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they're That's transferring a really, it, really so. good question. 
Yeah, so I'll just I'll just wait for a minute. Yeah, so talk to the next person. <laughs> just let you have your privacy. Yeah. I remember the first time I watched this movie thinking this part was like so fucked up. But now looking back, I realize like you have to do it. This yeah, way. you have to do it. Or like, and also I think it's actually kind of nice of him in a in way, a way, in a weird like, way, in a really fucked up, like twisted way. Because like, so we're now Hugh and uh, Jay are in this abandoned building and he has now tied her to like a wheelchair or a chair or something. Um, and kind of asking like, what are you doing? And, right. He's setting it up basically to tell her, like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm basically just telling you, like, what you're about to be in and, like, expect and everything, which I think, like I said, like, it's kind of courteous in a way. nice, but he's definitely also (laughs) doing it so she doesn't die and it comes back to him. And I'm like, okay, you're doing it for selfish reasons, but also, like, you transferred this on, like, knowing that you were doing this. That's true. And at this point, we don't really know what's being transferred yet. He was like, it is going to follow you. And you're like, okay, what is going to follow her? Right. And she's kind of still like waking up from her chloroform days. So she's like, I don't understand. Yeah. She looks like really dazed. Out of it still. Very much so. But he's like, I gave it to you back in the car. It could look like someone you know. It could be a stranger. Like, basically, it can be anywhere. Which like... What an ominous message. I would to literally send. be like, this man is fucking psychotic. Oh my like, God. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? But he's so right. Like, you wouldn't believe someone unless it mm-hmm. was shown to you. It yeah. totally makes sense. She's screaming for help at this point. Obviously, she clearly thinks he's a psycho because yeah. who wouldn't? Because she, she's she probably thinks like somebody's going to come kill her. And he's yeah, she's like, up. what the actual shit is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's cool because the director said that he didn't really have to give like my um, Mika mm-hmm. didn't have to give her too many like things. He didn't have to like push her to the edge or anything because like she was more than capable of bringing that bringing herself to that. That's cool. Uh, which I think is dope that yeah. she is that good of an actress. That's also what I found interesting. I was looking at IMDb and she hasn't been in like that much other stuff. Really? And she's a really incredible actress. I think like, she's good. Not much bigger stuff. Mm-hmm. This is probably the biggest thing she's done. And I think she's really great. I think so too. She now sees like a naked woman walking towards her and she's like, who is that? And that's kind of when he's like, that's it. Like, this is what I'm talking about. I love these, mo- these shots, these shots yes. because he's just like pulling her back and like pushing her. And we're seeing it from like, I guess the like eye whatever, level perspective, whatever that creature thing is, like we're probably seeing yeah. it kind of from their point of view. That's a good point. Um, but like, I don't know. It's just really cool the way that they did that. It's also very like GoPro footage shot oh, kind yeah. of a feel, and I don't know. It just feels cool because like you feel like you know the camera's like moving with you feel like your wheelchair. Yeah, it is like very immersive, like I had said earlier. Yeah, it's so like. Immersive really is cool. the right word for it, for sure. And so he's telling her, like, it's coming for you, basically. And, like, he, I guess right. he's checking, maybe, to see that it's not coming for him, but it's definitely going for her. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought, too. I was like, okay. And then also, at this point, I was like, oh, my God, he's waiting so long. But then yeah. he has that line where he's like, it's slow, but it's not stupid. Yeah. It's so, like, he's warning her, like, it's never going to run at you, but it's also very smart. Yeah, because he was like, never go into a place that does not have more than one exit. Right. And then that's whenever he says it's very slow, but it's not dumb. Right. Oh, God, this shot is so cool. And you just feel like, I don't know, that shot also felt very much like a video game to me. Yeah. Just the shakiness of it and everything is so cool. Very cool. That kind of concludes the first favorite scene. Yeah, that's it. 
on to our second favorite scene. So at this point, Jay is obviously fully freaked out. She's now seen a couple of different entities. Yeah, she's seen a couple of, or she's had a few encounters with this entity that's following her. Um, she just had that encounter in the kitchen. We won't go yeah. into like too much detail because. <laughs> yeah, basically she saw a creepy woman in the kitchen. She had told Paul, Kelly, and Yara about it. And they were like, well, let us stay the night so we can like help protect yeah. you. Yeah, so they're supposed to be there like helping to just make sure that she's okay. But yeah, she's in a room like freaking out. And Paul and um, Kelly. Kelly are like standing outside and they're like, let me in. And of course, she's a little bit you know, unsure about yeah, letting like him in because she's like, mm. he was already told her like, oh, it can look like someone else. As far as we know, though, know. it doesn't sound like it doesn't talk. Yeah, I don't think so. so. As far as we know, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that they're like, oh, it's Paul and Kelly, like let us in. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. I didn't think about that. But she's like crying because no one has seen this thing. Right. And she's like, is something wrong with me? And Paul said, look, someone broke the window. Like that actually happened. Right. Mm. And that's, this kind of shows you like, oh, only the people who have been infected can see these mm -hmm. things. Like her friends can't see anything. The door handle starts to jiggle and this oh, gave I me know. like hardcore anxiety. I was Dude, like, it has part, to be the thing. This part like tripped me out. So, but I was so ready for like someone oh, yeah. to jump out. And so Paul grabs like a broom and Kelly is standing at the door too. Right. But yeah, the door's like jiggling. They're like, mom, is that you? And they said, no, it's me. And it's Yara. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck is me? Like Yara, say it's your name, girl. You know, we're all freaking and out And Jay's here. like, don't open the door. And then you're like, okay, cool. It's just Yara. It's just Yara. And then the ah! tall ass creepy guy. The creepiest dude. Comes like right behind Yara and starts walking in. And you're like, holy shit. That is a jump Scare. And that guy is so fucking tall too. He's seven seven. And I think that was the only that was his only film too. But he passed away. Like, yeah, I heard about that. He not too long after away, this, I think. I think like in twenty sixteen ish. Mm -hmm. And he also he was a twin. Really? Yeah. Wow. He was one half of the tallest twins. Could in you just imagine history. being that tall though? Oh my gosh, no. I'm so short. I know. That's literally <laughs> two feet and six inches taller than both of us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's insane. I don't I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I think that concludes our second favorite scene. That's it for our second favorite. Okay, we are into our third favorite scene. So at this point, it's kind of like the um they all went out to Greg's family's cabin or house, Beach lake house, house, lake house to like get some distance in between the monster and them or what we think is a monster. We don't know still really. Um, but yeah, so they're all sitting outside on the beach, just like chilling, just having some beers, I guess, even though they're underage, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, you know what? Stressful times. Yeah. They probably need it. They are very stressful times. You're right. I also saw something, um, again, with that theme of it being like very dreamlike. I read oh, yeah. something about the clothing in this is very confusing. Like they're wearing jackets, but also bathing suits. Oh, yeah. So it's like, what is it? Is it warm? Is it cold? Is it warm? Is it cold? Like, right. we don't know. Yeah. They're trying to not really give you like any sort of. And it's kind of like that with like clue. the time period 
in the movie too is like you never really know like when it's taking place like yes. year wise like season wise because in the beginning we opened with like an autumn scene right or like what looked like autumn and now we're on now a beach they're on the beach right like, and it's very like timeless with technology even too oh like yeah yara for example has like that clamshell reader that feels very like kendall like a kendall yeah. yeah but then they're watching a movie on a tube tv yeah so it's like and none of them really use cell phones no even though you know cell phones had to have been yeah. around if like a clam e-reader was yeah, around which i kind of like that e-reader but also do you know can you imagine how long it must take to read like one book on it that? would take forever that's why yara is reading that one book the idiots yeah. the whole movie the whole movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they're on the beach and you can see someone walking up behind um jay as greg goes to pee yeah and you can tell no one else obviously sees it because Greg walked past it and didn't say anything to anyone. And it kind of, the closer it gets, the more it looks like Yara. Yeah, it very much looks bit. like Yara. Uh, like all in white. But then we pan to like Paul sitting there and like the water. And we see that Yara is actually in the water. Yes. In a tube. She's like telling everyone to get into the water. Yeah. And you're like, um, okay. And then you see Jay's hair like lift up. Straight up. Something's grabbing and it. Kelly's and she's like, like, oh my God, help me. Fuck? They, they don't know how to help because they yeah, can't they're like, please see help. It. And like Paul grabs a chair and like hits whatever it is. Yeah. And that and thing yeets Rose Paul. Yeets Paul like across the freaking. Yeah, it does. <laughs> then they take off running. They all run for shelter. Yeah. And they're like, bye, Paul. Like, just fuck you. Right. Oh, God. But the thing apparently got a bloody nose, which I think is crazy. And so they come, they get into the um, they get into this room where I'm like, Paul, OK, so we didn't shut the door. And so Greg is left behind because he was peeing. So he's just like, walk, you know, going away. This thing walks so slow, though. So slow. But I mean, that's good. That's for, really smart. Good for Jay. Yeah. yeah. Well, so and Jay Jay's goes, trying to shoot at it. Yeah. Which I'm like, bruh, like, what the fuck? So she starts shooting at it. And Greg and is like, stop right shooting. Up. Yeah. Because Greg can't see it. So he's like, yeah. why are you shooting at me? She locks the door. And at this point, she doesn't really know yet. Like, can it get through doors? Can it, yeah. you know, we don't know its capabilities. We obviously know it cannot be killed by a gun, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just got right back up. Exactly. And so, like, Jay is still freaking the fuck out, which, I mean, I get it. Right. And whatever is outside is, like, trying to get in and bust oh, a hole through the, the fucking door. door. open. Greg is the only one there not to witness it. And I think that that's, like, an important Thing to note yeah because later on he like doesn't really and greg's like what are you doing thing. and he's like there's nothing out here and jay's like yes there is yes there is there's definitely something out there so greg runs off i don't know where he's going and she's like concerned about him so she crawls towards the door which which i'm like bro why like, jay, you're the one it's trying to go after have somebody else crawl towards yeah, the door she starts crawling towards the door and but she's I guess like also because she's the only one that can see it she kind of has to oh that's true She's worried about Greg, and it's like, I'm sorry. He's a big boy. He can take care of himself. The thing is, after you, mm -hmm. you're the one everyone needs to be worried about. Ah, and then the creepy it's thing so comes up. So creepy. The creepy yeah. little boy, kid, whatever the fuck that thing is. Yeah, so creepy. And uh, Paul's like, what did you see, Jay? Like, what did you see? And, like, she goes out a door, and I guess it changed to a different person. Oh, it changed to Annie. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's Annie. The girl that dies at the very beginning of the movie. And so it's following. So maybe it is the same beach then. 
she oh, died maybe. There? Yeah, but that thing turns into like people that you know yeah, or strangers. That's true. So that's maybe true. it just but like I decided. Also, yeah, that's no, that's a good point. That's a good point. It just happened to be her. But Jay runs and goes and get in like the only car. Yeah, that's there. She's like, let's go. And everyone's like, what the fuck? You're leaving she, us like, takes off and she starts driving off. <laughs> but I mean, she has to. Like, yeah. she's got to. That's a cool well, shot, Well, the thing though. is, she could have waited, like, five seconds and let them get in the car. That thing's, like, walking, like, <laughs> That's true. slow as shit. But she's just terrified at this point. Dude, this part is so crazy. Oh, Whenever my God. She's in the car, this part like, is the driving. so scary. And, like... And then... Yeah, she looked she back. Crashes into a cornfield. And... Gosh... And that's pretty much the end of yeah, man. This movie (laughs) keeps you on your toes. It really, truly does. What a good scene. Okay, on to our fourth favorite scene, and we are at the pool. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Jay and her friends have kind of devised like this plan to essentially set all these electronics around the pool, um, and lure the entity into the pool and try to electrocute it and kill it that way. Now, this is interesting for a few reasons. Obviously, number one, it's not a very good plan. No, (laughs) it's not a very good plan. But David Robert Mitchell said, I kind of wanted it to be like a silly plan because they're high schoolers. Yeah, they're high schoolers. They're probably going to have a silly idea. And just the fact that like she's in the pool and they're supposed to like lure, like lure this thing in. Right. And then, okay, how fast? How fast can Jay swim? Well, she's a swimmer, she, so yeah, she I mean, swims like, quite a bit. Yeah, maybe, but still, but still, I mean, there's still a chance that she could get electrocuted. Absolutely. And Hugh told her at the beginning of the movie, like, it's not dumb. Yeah. And so, for that reason, it might not have been like the smartest. Probably not. Another thing that David Robert Mitchell said was he kind of wanted their plan to almost be like Scooby Doo crewish right like to unmask this like thing i can see at that the end yeah. of it all and it does feel very like scooby-doo-ish it does in a way and it's because they're just a group of high schoolers yeah they don't know what they're doing right <laughs> <laughs> one more fun fact on this scene and then we'll actually get into it early on in the film when jay's friends are watching a movie on the old tv you can hear a line from the movie and it says you're afraid of an overload you can't tap enough electricity wherever you get it from to control a strong enough charge. And sure enough, they use hmm. electricity to try to kill well, nice. it at the end of the movie and they don't get enough charge and yeah. it doesn't work. <laughs> well, see, so it's kind of like an interesting like little foreshadow. tie in. Yeah, yeah, very much a foreshadow. That's crazy. So they're in the pool and Jay says it just walked in. Yeah. They're like, Jay, what do you see? And like, we don't see the entity. No. So we're like looking at it from the point of view of the friends. Which is interesting. But yeah. she tells them, I don't want to tell you yeah. what it is. And that's because it took the form of her dad. Oh. Which is so messed up. Gross. Yeah. Because he, and he, no, he's not naked. Is he No, naked? He's, he's not, he's not naked. That's the guy on the roof that's naked. Oh, yeah. He's not naked, but they definitely did allude to like him dying in some way. Like mm. either he died or maybe he killed himself. They really don't go into too much depth. I mean, that's kind of fucked the, up on the parents. It's kind of fucked up though that they, well, and I so I don't get how they threw that TV in and like it, nothing, it didn't do anything. And Yara's like, it didn't work. And they're like, well, yeah, well fucking thank God it didn't work. Cause she'd be dead. Yeah. Cause it would electrocute her. Right. So the entity is throwing, everything at her and it like done hit her in the head and she's bleeding now (laughs) yeah they need to get her out of the pool 
Paul is going to try to kind of like slow down this I just entity, don't but understand. he can't see it. Well, I don't understand why she doesn't swim to like an edge and then come up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like she just keeps coming up right in the middle and it's like, well, duh, it's going to keep throwing it at you and you're <laughs> yeah. not going to get out. Exactly. And they're like, keep pointing at it. And it's right. like, how is she supposed to point at it? She's drowning. <laughs> like, exactly. Maybe someone else take control of the situation. Like she can't do anything. Like, yeah, she keeps being like, where is it? And like, he's pointing at it. But and it's also we know a gun is like not going to do anything. Yeah. Oh, and then he shoots and then he hits Yara. Yara. Because yeah, he's shooting right. at like pretty much nothing. Like he can't see what he's shooting at. No. So he shoots Yara in the leg. Yep. And um, is still like walking around with a gun. Yep. And so he shoot. He shot the thing in the hand. And I think, yeah, they're getting, like, some rags or something for Yara. Or no. No, they got a towel to try to locate where the oh, thing to, is. Oh, like, yeah, put it over like, him. Go sheet it in a way. Yeah. So they did so it. So now they can see it, but they already know for a fact that a gun's not going to stop yeah. him. I think it does for, like, a second, It though. does for a minute. It, like, slows it down enough to let her get out of the pool, I yeah. guess. But then it does grab her foot and pulls her back under. Well, because, yeah, I mean, like, Which what did like y'all expect? Which is, like, my worst fear. That sounds terrifying, yeah. I know. And then she's just, like, fighting this thing, like, invisibly to everyone that's up there. Right. So they just see her, like, flailing. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's just, like, she's her, just her, under there her trying her best. <laughs> Paul's still trying to shoot at it. Like, like and literally, buddy, I'm like, just Paul, gonna you're, gonna, you're gonna hit Jay. Yeah. Like, so then he finally shoots it in the head Somehow again, Somehow he got a headshot. And so she, like, swims and gets out she comes out with these marks on her leg from where he was grabbing her but you know the one thing that makes me really mad about this scene is that they don't check on yara enough no they literally don't. she's back there holding her own yeah, bullet wound. like literally paul shot her in the leg and like he hasn't even checked on her at all paul's focus has been only I know on he's jay like obsessed this entire with jay. movie i know he yeah. like loves her and stuff but like my dude, you oh my shot God. your friend in right, the leg. Right. Something I thought was really funny about this was mm -hmm. Quentin Tarantino came out and was like, I love it, Follows. I think it's a great movie. He was like, if I was Jay, I just would have fucked Paul. <laughs> he just straight up said he Honestly, yeah. that, that he would have had sex with Paul because he knew it was coming and he offered. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny like, that Quentin Tarantino was like, I would have fucked Paul. I would have fucked Paul. <laughs> I also think it's kind of weird, though, that like if you t if you were to tell your friend like, hey, you need to go watch it follows. They'd be like, well, what is it about? And you're <laughs> like, um, well, you see, like basically you just like have to fuck somebody to get rid of this entity that's following you and blah, 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 blah. Right. And it's like if you whatever you really describe it, it just kind of sounds like. A not weird like a stupid movie yeah but it's actually <laughs> a really good movie. Yeah. But then you watch it and you're like, oh, OK, this is actually pretty good. Right. Like. You know, I actually remember not liking this the first time I watched it. Yeah, me too. I didn't like it because I was like, what? I was like, this is stupid. I was like, like, what is this? Yeah, I know. That's how I felt too. But then, I don't know. Were you watching it? I actually really enjoy it. Yeah, re-watching it. I was like, okay, this is actually a pretty decent movie. Yeah. At the end of that scene, the pool fills up with like the, what the we think entity's, the entity's blood, blood, I yeah. suppose. It's so, such a cool shot. But then I'm like, okay. So, like, is it gone forever or, like, what? The only reason I think it's not is because the scene following, she blocks her door. So, she's, like, clearly still oh, hiding yeah. from something. And then she does end up having well, sex Well, it's Paul. either that or she is just cautious. That's true. Maybe she's still yeah. nervous. 
But yeah, she ends up fucking Paul at the end of the movie. Yeah. Spoiler Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> yep. And, and you're yeah, like, I don't okay. know. Paul Paul's just like Paul kind of creeps me out because I think he just kind of like wanted to have sex with her. Yeah. More so than like wanting to help her out or whatever. That's probably what it was. Yeah. I think so. But whatever. But you know, they end up doing it. So that's cool. Yep. There's this cool like rain shot outside of the window, which I thought yeah, was dope. That's pretty cool. And I think that concludes like our fourth favorite scene. Yeah, that's it for our fourth favorite. On to our least favorite scene. So we see this like what we assume is Greg. We assume Greg. We see Greg like walking. He's wearing like long johns, pajamas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like white long johns. And Jay's looking out the window, and she's like knocking on it because she's like, "Oh, it's Jay. Like, what the fuck is he doing?" But then, or I mean, it's Greg, and then Greg walks over to his house and, like, tugs on the door, and you're like, oh, wait, it's clearly not him. Yeah. So now she's realizing, okay, it's finally gotten to Greg, Mm -hmm. because this is before she has sex with Paul. So she's only had sex with Greg at this point. She's only had sex with Greg, and she passed it to him because he, like, offered whenever she was in the hospital after, like, break or crashing into that corn maze. Right. And Greg kind of didn't believe it. Yeah. And well, so this is actually like his first experience well, with she, it following her. She made the mistake him. of not being like, hey, look at this thing. Yeah. Like she yeah. never t- showed it to him. That's a good point. She didn't do it the way. So he was like, whatever. So g- this Greg entity thing, whatever, breaks the window and like jumps into the house. And Jay's like, yeah. oh shit. Like, fuck. She's and like, so Greg, she, it's coming. Yeah. So she jumps into the window also, which I'm like, fucking bold move, bitch. Because that's Very. also after you. Yes. <laughs> so she runs up the stairs and like stops at the top of the stairs. And we see Greg's mom. Greg's mom, titties out. She's very In naked. a white robe, knocking on his door. Ugh. This part is so It's so weird. Gross. Like, why did it have to be his mom? I know. And Greg is like, don't, or Jay's like, don't, don't open the open door, it. Greg. And he opens it. And of course, what we, what looks like his mom jumps at him. Yeah. And this part is fucking gross. Disturbing <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. So the lights are like flickering like crazy. And Ugh. this entity thing is on top of Greg and like, what looks like, well, she, it's humping him and like. For sure excreting fluids which is fucking nasty it's so gross <laughs> because it looks like his mom i'm sorry they could have done anything else like, but his mom uh, and it would have been fine yeah like honestly i don't know then like the, the, we, the whole sequence was disturbing like watching the grinding and such yeah but like why could it not have been jay yeah like it couldn't have it, looked it, like jay or right like, or like i something think it, more i think normal. they did that to make it just super really disturbing yeah yeah the other crazy part about this scene is now you realize like, oh, it's coming back after Jay because it killed Greg. Yeah. Because Greg didn't really believe her. And then the so the entity comes out looking like Greg again and yeah. is like, I'm going to go get Jay now. Back after her. After I went in there and killed Greg. So yeah. That, see you later. <laughs> that was just very disturbing. It like, was just, yeah. There, there's lots of disturbing things in horror films, but. I don't know. Incest is just one of those. Yeah. Things. Anytime that there's like the, any of that going on yeah. or like, yeah, it's just going to immediately become my least favorite part yeah, of the gross. movie. Yep. Yeah. So I would say that pretty much explains that. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> much that. And like this, I guess like kind of into this part, we can kind of talk about this part a little yeah. bit because 
Jay like f- goes she out into the woods drives out and like secluded. falls asleep on the hood of her car. Yeah. And um, I just think it's kind of sad like that she has to do what she's about to do. Oh, yeah. Because she's like, okay, well, I got to get rid of this fucking thing again. Right. Because she had passed it to Greg. Um, and now it's back. But I'm like, okay, but if you're not telling people about this, they're not going to know to pass it's it on. It's always going to come back to it's you. It's always going to come back to you. Yeah. Yes. You're supposed to be doing what Hugh said to do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, at least Hugh is, like, staying alive, I guess. He's out there somewhere living because now it's Jay's problem. Yeah. And so Jay's you know, in the middle of this woods, woodsy area. And she like yeah. goes through a corn field again or wheat field. I don't know. Who knows? Cause again, nothing yeah. really makes sense. So there's never like a know. wheat field on a beach. Yeah, and, and she like, she walks up to this beach again and, um, she sees like this little boat and it's clear. Like there's like three men on it talking or something. Right. Now and they leave this part like very ambiguous. Like you yeah. don't really know. Like, I guess you do know she doesn't have sex with the guys on the boat because she ends up having sex with Paul. I think she did have sex with them, though. Do you think so? And she, I think she went and she had sex with them to try to get rid of it. And then it came and then back they to all her died. anyway. Like, yeah, and then they died. Well, because <laughs> she's not telling them or they're not believing her. Yeah. Because Greg didn't really believe her. Once well, so she, like, yeah, she's at the edge of the beach and she, like, starts taking off all her clothes and you kind of assume... Yeah, that that's what she's that, going like, to go do. That's what she's going to go do to, like, get rid of the entity. Yeah. And I just, like I said, I just think it's kind of sad that she has to, like, go put herself out there with pass strangers Pass this on like to, like, that. random people. Yeah. And then she drives home all sad, like, crying and stuff. Of course. So you kind of, like, assume that's what happens. Yeah. But, yep, yeah. that's that. Yeah. Just. <laughs> One continuous least favorite scene, basically. Yeah. Because they're sad and gross. Right. <laughs> now it's time for our woozy scale. Des, what do you give it? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I knew I was going to be first. Okay. I think what I'm going to give it is a 3.5. Okay. And the reason why is because I really like... I really like the cinematography in the movie. Yeah. And I really like the premise of it, like how unique it is. Yeah. Um, I like I like the performance mainly by the main actress. For sure. Um, the rest kind of fall like a little bit flatter for me. Um, Fair. But, I mean, they're still good. But yeah. I just really like, you know, Micah or Mika. I always say Micah, I think. Mika or Micah. Micah. Okay. Micah Monroe. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like, <laughs> I just really like her performance in this movie. And I, this movie actually genuinely scared me though. Like there yeah. were a lot of places where I was like, oh shit. Like I did not expect that. <laughs> and there were like creepy little features and stuff. Um, I also like how weird it is that there's not really like a season. Yes. Or like a time period in it right. and like stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I would just have to say 3.5 cause yeah. I liked it, but like, it's not. I'll watch it again, too, but I'm not going to watch it, like, over and over and over again. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I would say, I think I'm going to give it four out of five knives. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. It does genuinely scare me. This movie does freak me out. It's freaky. Yeah. And it, like, definitely had me, like, looking over my shoulder. Like, I watched it pretty quickly before going to bed and I was washing my face and every time I like came up to the mirror you I was like, were like something's gonna be something's behind gonna me. be behind me yes and also ugh, 
Chris did something to scare me right after we watched the movie. <gasps> what, do you, what do you do? Unintentionally. Unintentionally. What do you do? But my husband, okay, so at our house, we have everything set up to where it's like smart lights, yeah. basically, because my husband's in tech, so everything's smart here. <laughs> <laughs> and so we can control it with um, an app on our phone. And so we have like a setting for like when we're going to bed where all the lights turn on in our bedroom, but everything else turns out, turns off in the house. Oh, that's kind of cool. And I was like going around like locking the doors, right? Because just watch a terrifying movie, making yeah. sure they're like triple locked. <laughs> and so I'm locking the doors and he, he sets the, the setting while I'm still in the living room. He's in the bedroom. <gasps> oh, I was like, no. why would you do that? So he turned off all the lights while right, you were out there. Right. And then panicking he he realizes i'm panicking so he starts panicking and tries turning on the kitchen for me through the app yeah but we had made the lights red while we were watching the movie oh no and so the only light that comes on <laughs> is this red light and i was like why are you doing this to me i was so like this you're... is so mean and he's like i'm so sorry i did not mean to do that but like there i am like panicking in it the was dark literally just like red lights turning on and you're like oh my god exactly i was terrified <laughs> I was like, this is how I die. We'll see there. That's that's why. <laughs> so I don't know if that contributes to my rating. That is funny. <laughs> but it definitely made me feel way more fearful of the movie. That is funny. It was terrifying. I love that. Actually, it was so scary. I think that's just hilarious that he was like, red lights. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, why are you doing this to me? Oh, it was so scary. He did not mean to at all. He's he would he would not do that. But I was genuinely terrified. Kyle would totally do that. No, Kyle <laughs> Kyle's a different breed. He would do that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I just I like the ambiguity. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, the, I think the so. The ambiguity of the movie. Um, I really like the um Halloween references. I like the feel of it because it feels kind of like a Halloween movie to me, like John Carpenter's Halloween. Yeah. Um, I love the soundtrack. I, I do. Not the soundtrack get is the soundtrack. pretty good. It's really, really good. And there was actually like a fun fact on there that I didn't insert, but... Uh, it's actually done by a video game composer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's really cool, though, because I feel like vid for a video game specifically, I feel like the music can really make it or break it, like puts you yeah. into it. And mm -hmm. like you said earlier, very immersive. And I feel like the music helps with that. Yeah. Horror video games fuck me up. Yes. I love them, but they are so but scary. But they are terrifying. Because you're playing and you're like, please don't. Yes. Please don't kill me. Because you're like in it. And that's how this movie makes you feel. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just... I really like it. It's not one of my favorites, so I'm not going to give it a full-on five. But overall, really good film. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. But not as much as you. <laughs> Point 0.5 less than me. Yes. <laughs> Let us know where you stand on your woozy scale. Comment on Instagram at Podcast Or on TikTok at Podcast. We hope you guys had a good time. Thanks for listening. And, and always, always have, have more than, than one, one exit. exit.